It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Good everyone, Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. Now, I don't have my mic with me today. I was dumb enough to forget the dongle because Apple decides to modify all their products to use something to make an attachment. But we're still good. We're still here. Don't worry. We're still going to give you that analysis. We're still going to break down this game. We're going to talk about Zach Wilson. The PFF backlash, the questionable tweeting and direction of Elijah Moore. And then we're going to break down this Denver Broncos game. But before we get into all of that, John, Greg, how you guys doing? Always with us is video producer Greg, extraordinaire. Always with us. How you guys doing today? Always. I'm doing good, man. Ready to get into this. We can't have nice things. That's my takeaway from this week so far. We're having a great week. Everything's going nice. It starts off with maybe Zach Wilson's not the guy. Even though he's won every game, he's looked phenomenal. He single-handedly won us the Pittsburgh game. I think people just forget that two weeks later. Elijah Moore now, we're going through with that. It's been quite a week sitting at third in the AFC at four and two. So. Truly, what have you done for me lately, League? Truly, it's John. What, John, what's going on, bro? I mean, l- last time I saw you guys, I was riding on top of the world. Uh, my brother making fun of me for like screaming for ten straight minutes uh, in the last episode, but it was it was all well deserved. And I'm not here to say, hey, I call, I called this and I called that, but we didn't even know about that Elijah Moore tweet when we were talking about how Elijah no, Moore was invisible during that last game. And as soon as it was over, we saw the tweet. And then this whole debacle happened. It, it's been three days. It's been four days since the Jets beat Green Bay in Lambeau Field. And we were talking about how the Jets are third in the AFC three days ago. <laughs> like, I don't know. All of a sudden now, Elijah Moore, uh, we'll get into all of that. But shout out to you for uh, holding down the 4040 Club, Knicks Fan TV. Uh, we did that live episode last week. Unfortunate game for the Knicks, but they held on in overtime. Questionable calls, of course. We're all used to that. Uh, we're New York fans, bro. <laughs> Yankees go down in, uh, in game one. They, they gotta win this game two tonight as we're recording. But dude, oh, look at Donaldson getting, getting a single too. Wow. Look at him. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Oh, double. All right. Sorry. All right. Um, we're going to go into this Jets game, man, because we have a lot to discuss, okay? It, it, it's so hard to even know where to start because we joked around last week. We're like, yo, I love it. We're, we're going to get the disrespect for Zach Wilson because he hasn't thrown a touchdown. Nobody cares that Brees Hall got tackled on the one two times uh, and the stats would have been different. Everybody, That's what everybody's going to talk about. We still don't know about Zach Wilson. Jets still, still don't have a quarterback. They're winning on special teams and defense, and nobody cares about that. What about Zach Wilson? We 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 knew that that was going to be the story. It's getting yeah. kind of annoying. I want to get your takes on that. But what's even crazier, man, is our players are literally getting awards by the NFL, and then our boys at PFF. Like we like PFF for the most part, right? Like we, especially during draft season, like we look at it during free agency. We we, t- we take a look. 
You know, I, I even went there to help him out with like the review stuff. Like they're, you know, they're, they're fine, but yo, what's going on with this Quinnen Williams changing it up three times? They can't get the score right. He's, he was the best player of the week. That's the score. Nickelodeon said it. The NFL said it. Like we all saw it with our eyes. Like why are you guys just trying to be different in this aspect? And then like they made a video about it and, and they didn't tell. They didn't tell their boy Timo, Timo Risk of PFF. They didn't tell him because he's still thinking about two weeks ago. He's like, oh, yeah, the the Dolphins, if Tua was in there, they would have scored more points than the New York Jets. That's what my PFF says. Like, hammer hammer the, the Broncos. Like, okay, dude, like, what is what is happening in, in, in the NFL world when it pertains to the New York Jets? It's funny, man. It's funny. I'm going to tell you this story to to how PFF sounds to me right now. Shout out to my boy, Steve, who listens to this podcast. He always told me about how, how his pops wanted to be different. And, uh, it was during the time the Beatles were, were up and coming. They were, they were, they were the mainstay, right? You just tuned in. You love the Beatles. Everything was out there. If you weren't listening to the Beatles, you were just considered like, what's wrong with you, right? Like, what, 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 why don't you like the, 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 the people who are literally rocking the world right now? So my boys, a boy's father wanted to be different was not into the Beatles, decided to go listen to the Trash Men. And we all know the famous song by the Trash Men. Oh, what a bird, bird, bird. Bird is, and so he was like a big fan of those guys and just wanted to be different. And that's kind of to me how PFF sounds right now with all this hate towards the Jets. We're seeing our rookies show out, help us winning games. Quinton Williams has a beastly performance in Green Bay. And now you're going to say, you, you graded him wrong the first time. You, you then modified the grade. Still wasn't good enough. You're still uh, trying to tr- troll over us. We had the whole PFF George tell us how Brees Hall was a was a terrible draft pick. <laughs> it, 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 well, come on, guys. Like at this point, to me, it just seems like you're trolling just to get quick, so that way you could be relevant. Like to me, it just it does not make any sense how you could then get into an argument on Twitter. John, you can read that tweet, bro. I know you got. I know you got a locked on dead. By, by, I think it was like, uh, PFF was it? Mike, Matt, whoever his name is. Moo, I don't even care. Moo. BFF Moo, Moo, dude. PFF Moo. <laughs> I don't even care to get his name right, man, because <laughs> to even say, to even, to even put out the thought that, oh, well, maybe if Tua plays that the Dolphins would have won this, that, and the third. Well, guess what? If the fucking moon crashed on this planet, there'd be no game. All right. I don't give no, a damn dude. what could have happened. <laughs> no, no, dude, don't worry. His, uh, his Twitter bias is mathematician, data science or PFF tweets out. Uh, on the day October 20th, 7.51 a.m. Uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's getting out of hand. If the Dolphins just had a healthy Tua, they'll probably score just enough to beat the Jets in week five. And then we are talking about whether the Jets are the third or fourth best team in their own division. This is in response to an article from Bim, uh, Bill Barnwell from ESPN writing out, depending on how you slice it, the Jets have a credible case as the AFC's third best team, because ESPN, we were going crazy about it. You know, Greg and I early on after we, you know, preseason, they had us at 30th after week one, they had us at 32nd drafting first. And, and at least now they, you know, corrected themselves, right? They're not at least being stubborn about it. They had us at number nine in their power rankings going on this week, but dude, what's Which going man? on, Greg? Dude, I just hate, I hate everyone. I hate PFF. I hate ESPN. I hate flip-flopping Stephen A. Smith. 
three months ago, two months ago, said he's not. Jets aren't even worth his time. They stink. That's what the stink is coming out of New Jersey. And now all of a sudden, three months later, two months later, he's got us as the fifth best team in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, I hate ESPN. I hate these guys, PFF, the national guys. I love Jets Twitter. I love the personalities. I love what we got to say. I love that we bullied PFF into giving them quitting the right grade because that's what we did. We said there was a travesty, a calamity that ensued on grading on Sunday. I mean, it was crazy. And what's even what's even nuts too is they still are saying like, "Oh, his grade's not as high, like crazy high, because the block punt is a special teams play. It's not a defensive play." So that was like another big clarification that they had today. It's like, okay, but his defensive performance was amazing. Like, he doesn't, like it's crazy. So I'm tired of all this stuff. The Jets fans watch with their own two eyes. We know who is good. We know what the real deal is. People saying that, oh, two a play, they would have, who's he throwing on? Sauce, Whitehead, Joyner, DJ Reed. Is he not getting sacked seven times by our defensive line? Like, who would, Tua is like this. Miami has this fictional imagination that Tua fixes everything. Tua's back this week. Tua's probably going to play the rest of the year. God willing, he's healthy. And they're going to, they're going to be okay. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be okay, but they're not going to be these world beaters that everyone's like, Oh, Miami, Miami, Miami. They had one good game. They had one good game week two. And all of a sudden everyone wants to crown them. That's the overreaction that I don't get. This Moo guy is the, he's overreacting <laughs> to Miami with the tweet. It doesn't even make, and what Greg, what doesn't even make sense is that we just, Beat a quarterback that's better than Tua and Aaron Rodgers. What, yeah, it, it, it just, where's the math there? Come on, mathematician. Where's the math there? You know, beat a t- We already beat Green Bay in Green Bay, bro. You're, you're too late. You're too late for all that. I, I, it makes it makes no sense, guys. But oh man, you know what else makes no sense? I I I, I can't hold it any longer, man. We, we mentioned it all at the top here independently, and it's Elijah Moore. We, we, we were upset that he didn't get any targets last game. I even started him in my fantasy league last, uh, last week that nobody cares about. I said right away, dude, Elijah Moore is going to be pissed. He had that one play and it was a penalty. Like nobody, nobody's even looking at him. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then all of a sudden he does the text, the tweet, and then Robert Sala. Actually has his back. He kind of, he, he, he kind of uses, you know, we just played Aaron Rodgers. So maybe he's in my head, but he kind of played the little Aaron Rodgers twisting some words where he's like, he's on home for, for personal family, you know, issues that we even had like, you know, people like tweeting like Chris Williamson, like, don't you dare say anything bad about Elijah Moore. If it's like a personal family reason, like, yeah, like we agreed. But then about a couple hours later, it turned out, nah, it's really a trade request. And he is just away from the team. So uh, it's, it's super interesting because Elijah Moore was our boy, like literally five minutes ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? And now all of a sudden, like Greg, you said the Jets fan base, they travel apparently according to, I mean, first uh, me, you know, uh, eyewitness, but also the players saw it and you see the Jets fans are watching every single play. They now have turned on Elijah Moore. And he's Alex's boy. Like Alex has been screaming about Elijah Moore since the second yep. we got him. You said you said he's going to play all positions. He has one of the top percentage of snaps on the actual Jets. He's just not being targeted. Now he wants a trade. Greg said we can't have nice things. 
That's really can't man. Like, Alex, really can't. Like what's no? We can't. We can't just have a. <laughs> we can't have a quiet season where we're starting to do well and quiet everyone's week. content. A quiet week. Forget a season. <laughs> week. It's on a week. Just everything is like, all right, Jets are now four and two. We got them in the top ten of power rankings. Everything's everything's good. Nah. Quinn and Williams not good enough. Jets not good enough. Is Zach Wilson the answer? He only threw one touchdown to Corey Davis against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which Greg mentioned on that comeback that we somehow forget. And now we have Elijah Moore saying, Hey, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count, bro. Doesn't count. Uh, but now we have Elijah Moore who's like, Hey man, I- I'm requesting a trade. The Jets, as of right now, based on reports, are not looking to honor that trade. He will be staying in house and rightfully so. And look, I get it. You're not being targeted throughout the first six weeks. Or you are being targeted, I should say. He has been targeted. He has been targeted, especially when Joe Flacco was under center. He got a lot of targets, right? I think he got nine targets twice while Joe Flacco was under center. And he's run he, the most he routes, thought, man. He, he, he thought he was going to jump up with Zach Wilson. Yeah, but guess what? It's taking time for Zach Wilson just to get comfortable, all right? And guess what? In the last couple of games... We didn't need to throw. We had a good running game. Wait, like to me, man, as a player, as a as a player, as a player, I like you should care more about winning than your goddamn personal stats. I get where the personal stats come in and why you need it for contracts, extensions, all those things, for accolades. I totally get it. Totally understandable. But while your team is winning because this damn franchise hasn't won and been relevant in October for so long and the fans are happy and you're, you're a second year player, bro. You're not even up for a new contract yet. You're not even up for a new contract. You played 17 games. <laughs> you missed part of last season. You played 17 games and now you're saying, Hey man, uh, I'm not being, you know, I'm not getting enough receptions. I haven't gotten a touchdown yet. I need a trade. That's how it comes across as. But yet, you lead the team in routes run with 215. Corey Davis with 190 next. All right? He's had as many scripted plays for him included than as all the other receivers on this team. All right? His usage is up there, John, as you talked about. He's, he's, oh, he's on the field. He's not even missing the field. Has the has the game called for him to be utilized yet? No. Why? Because we haven't played a defense that says, let's do that. We don't have that quarterback where it's like Aaron Rodgers yet. I'll put the yet there because maybe maybe Zach Wilson could be like maybe Zach Wilson could be like a Matt Stafford who just swing it over the place somewhere down the line, right? Maybe he can't be like that Derek Carr, you know, that our guy DJ Bienemy says. But as of right now, he is not. He's coming back off of an injury. It's his third game. The team is riding high on three game, on a three game victory, three straight. And you're worried about not getting the ball because you played the Packers, who are known for just giving up what, who is not, who's known for not giving up a lot of passing touchdowns. You're not going to see that there. We had Brees Hall goal activated. A week before that, you had Brees Hall goal activated. Two weeks ago, you were still involved. And it just happened to be, it was a sloppy game. Zach Wilson's first game back. Can you give him some time to get in rhythm? It just happened to be Corey Davis that play. Just relax. Relax. My guy, relax. This is just ridiculous. And I see fans are like, trade him, get him off this team, blah, 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 blah. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I think it's stupid that he's requesting a trade so early into his young career. Because as of right now, you just seem like a diva more than actually a team player. But it's not like, it's really not that serious on all sides. Come on now. Greg, shaking your head, man. What's up? It's just another thing that's stupid. Like, the whole thing's dumb. Like, okay, he wants a trade. Guess what? He's not going to get a trade. 
for all the reasons Alex pointed out. Second year hasn't done anything. Who like, like what is like? Nothing's gonna happen. Where the coaches are gonna hold the line. They're gonna give you coach speak when you ask about it because people are gonna ask about it. He's gonna play. He's not gonna play. It doesn't matter. He's young. He's twenty two years old. He's impulsive. He hasn't figured it out yet on multiple levels, whether it's on the line, off the line with social media, whatever it is. He hasn't figured it out yet. Dude, he's a young guy. He's making mistakes. It's okay. It happens. Like, the, he, no, he's not getting traded. Doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's to me, it's a non story. If he sits, then we have Mims. Mims has been upset about playing. Here you go, dude. Go play some, go block. My whole thing is like, it just like to Alex's point too, it just tells you a lot about Elijah Moore. We're winning games. We're throwing like Zach Wilson threw the ball 10 times. How many targets do you want? Or he had 10, he had 10 completions. How many targets do you want? Like he threw the Nine, ball 19 times. pass attempts, bro. 19, 19 pass yeah. attempts against the Packers. Where, where do you want him to go? If you're not, if, if it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you, but yeah. you're winning. And it's like to your point too is we're six games in. Like, like, uh, people, yeah. like people, like people could catch fire in the middle of the season. A lot of target shares have changed since Joe Flacco has left and Zach Wilson comes back. Cause we're not throwing the ball 50 times a game. We don't want <laughs> to be. We talked about it. We said when Zach Wilson comes back, ease him in, run the football. What's happened? Brace Hall is one player of the week twice in the last three weeks. He's dominant. He catches the ball, runs for 80. He runs for 30 and on impromptu plays and scores touchdowns. He is dominant. Feed him the ball. Michael Carter's look good. We've been fine. Like, to me, it's just a non-story. Elijah Moore can do whatever he wants. They can write whatever he wants. Nothing's going to happen with him. You know, you know what would be more shocking, would be less shocking to me? It'd be actually if Michael Carter came out and said, hey, man, I want more touches. And you'd see Brees Hall like, ah, I get it. He's a rookie. He's doing well. Sure, we're still winning. I don't understand why you're doing this. But for the guy who's legitimately like, I'm not getting enough carries, Relative to my right, my running mate here, and I and I was here first. I gave it. I could understand that. I'm not saying it's right. I'd understand. I'd be less surprised about that. When you play wide receiver and you got Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, all right, you got Elijah Moore, you got Braxton Berrios, you got Tower Conklin, you got CJ Uzama. There's so many other people that need to be fed too. It's not just a one man show. Yeah, John, what do you think about it? Is it, is just. Well, really quick with this whole Michael Carter thing, I would be shocked because he can't block uh, the rushers. So he doesn't want to get in, you know, in, in those plays. I actually would be shocked. And where Elijah Moore, you know, he's pissed, dude, because he, he's running the routes. He's open. We've saw him open on a lot of plays. Like we're watching the 22 film again with Richie on, you know, New York Jets media. Shout out to his YouTube, man. Cause I watched the 22 film with him. It's more fun to watch with him than by myself. <laughs> Honestly, so you know, I, I'm watching it with him, and Elijah Moore's open on a lot of plays, and I can see why he's frustrated. But to be honest, I'm frustrated with Elijah Moore now because I disagree with Greg. I do think it matters, man. I think him, I think he matters on our team because now it's not going to be Mims. It's going to be Berrios in the starting lineup, and Jeff Smith, you know, making those, you know, weird routes. And now Mims on the roster, sure, this week, which sucks. Like, I don't, I don't want to have Mims on the back rather than Elijah Moore in the front. You know what I mean? That, that's not good. Uh, especially going against, against a hard Denver defense. Um, 
Justin Simmons, their safety, kind of talking smack about Denver last week. Denver all in disarray. Melvin Gordon hates them. But, like, I just wish that it worked out like that, right? Like, Melvin Gordon has maybe one of the worst coaches ever in Nathaniel Hackett. Has an issue because Latavius Murray comes in, takes over all the snaps, has a fight with him, gets demoted last game, talks his talk in the postgame, and now they resolved it. He's literally starting this week. You know what I mean? And instead, we have the exact opposite that happens. And, you know, maybe you're right, Greg, about that being him being a veteran, you know, and Melvin yeah. Gordon and Elijah Moore being a rookie. And this is kind of how it plays out. And maybe he's looking over to A.J. Brown. Like, you know, A.J. Brown was young. He's my boy when he did that, you know, his whole thing. And he went to a perfect situation in Philly. I want to go to a perfect situation like in Philly. A.J. Brown was good, though. Elijah Moore's okay. He's yeah, had 100-yard receiving game. He's not there yet. I agree. I agree. So I'm, I'm actually shocked that he's also uh, not the Alex size of AJ Brown. That's the other thing too. Like I was never big. I, Elijah Moore, I liked as the season went on because he's, shifty. he's good, shifty, but dude, he's not like he's 5'10. I know. Like what, like what, like uh, my thing is like he's just not in the right space. I think he overplayed his hand. He has absolutely no leverage. He zero hasn't leverage. done anything. He has, hasn't done anything <laughs> in the NFL. Zero leverage. And the thing is that before he even gets to a good team, they'd look at him and be like, oh, you were injured last season. You have an injury tag on you. Like, yeah. boom. And what – I don't even know. Yeah, the Eagles are a, good, are a great situation for A.J. Brown. They're obviously killing it right now in the NFL, right, undefeated. But I wouldn't say Elijah Moore would fall into that category. I wouldn't be surprised. Funny enough that DJ Bienemy said the Texans should call the phone. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where he goes. Like if that I mean, was to be, and, and not saying that it would happen. Up, though? What are you giving up though? Like uh, uh, Greg kind of made a, a nice little point. Like he, he has no leverage because he, he who, what are you going to pay for him? Like wh- is somebody going to give up a first round pick for no, Elijah no. Moore? No. no. Okay. Then we can't do the trade. Right. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying? No, that's, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I get yeah. that. That's I get it. that. I'm sa- sorry. But if, if there's a dumb team to do that, it's not going to be a top contender because a top contender is going to say, you know, it's not like you're getting OBJ. All right. As much as I love Elijah Moore, I, I, I had the projection for him being like someone like Antonio Brown, right on the field. When he gets to that level, it's not OBJ who just like started off and you're like, yo, that's primo talent. Like when OBJ was on the, on the Giants. It's not that situation where if he was like OBJ, I would say, yeah, I could see anyone in this league willing to move whatever, if you, even if you're a title contender, to go get someone like that. That's not Elijah Moore. That, that's not him right now. Yeah, he gets he's open all the time, but he doesn't have he doesn't have that resume. He hasn't shown it within such a short off? time frame. Are you out on Elijah Moore, Alex? I'm not off. I'm not off on Elijah. I'm not off. On, like I still like him as a player. It's frustrating. When you really like have high stock in a player and they do something that's so out of character for what the Jets have been doing, right? They've been trying to draft all these high character guys that think about team and want to play for a team and want to be part of the team and want to be part of winning. That type of mentality is not really winning to me. Okay. It's not, it's like, I want to be the one to, sh- it's not, I want to be the one to show to the world. Like TO is like, you know, TO's out here. We're like, Oh yeah. TO really changes the entire dynamic of a team. Try to stop him. That's not Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is not that guy where you're like, Elijah Moore is going to be the single-handed guy to beat us right now. Could he be that down the road? I think so, but not right now. I'm not. It just hurts, man. It just hurts that you have. I have so much stock in this guy, and he does something that's very selfish. 
That's really what it is. It's very selfish. And to Greg's point, immature. Like he's 22, second year uh, in the NFL, and you're just for what? Like for what? What? What are you gaining out of this? Because you didn't get some touchdowns yet. Because you didn't get the yards yet. It's going to happen. This thing's come. It comes in bunches, man. We haven't had the schedule where he's needed, and we also had some bad luck at the beginning of the year. Where's Joe Flacco? But it wasn't Zach Wilson. Like, read the room. Just read the room. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, it's what about crazy. You, Greg? What about you? Are you out on him? Before I don't know if Denver I was game? ever really in. I liked him as he was going last season. I liked when he came back from injury. He was playing well. But, dude, he like I said, he's not. Like, what is he? Who does he comp to? I get that Alex says that in a few years, maybe he's Antonio Brown. But you want to know who he is right now? It's Emmanuel Sanders. Is he though? Because he's playing the outside. Like it's weird. I think it's weird. I think, I think that if he chills out, we play the season out. Next season, we flip Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Garrett Wilson moves to the outside. Elijah Moore moves back to the slot to the inside, and everyone's happy. But dude, we're not going to be throwing the ball. Like that's what I. That's that's the problem with Elijah Moore. Like we have Denver coming up. We have the Patriots coming up. We have the Bills coming up. Like we have tough defenses. We're not going to be throwing the ball a lot. Because we run the ball so well. To me, it's like crazy because I was, I was laughing earlier when you were talking. It's like the whole I was talking about with the Green Bay Packers. Like they just throw the ball, get incompletions and punt. Like why do that? You have two good running backs. Why yeah. do that? Like Elijah Moore is just not, it's all about him. It's not about the team. It's not about four, being four and two, being a third team in the AFC. It's insane. So, All right. So talk, let's, let's keep it on, on that same level of insanity. And the Jets are. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you, are you in it or are you out on Elijah Moore? We didn't get that answer. That's a good point, Alex. That's a very good point. Listen, I. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm just as frustrated as you guys are with Elijah Moore asking for a trade uh, on a freaking Thursday, bro. It's Thursday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to me, to me, it's like it's like, a, it's like a tantrum. It's like, dude, all right, just go sit in the corner and be quiet. Like you're not gonna play this week. Just chill out. I don't I think mean, it's that crazy. That's why them. they sent them home. Yeah, that's, exactly. But this is Thursday. Like we have a game on Sunday. We're traveling tomorrow. Like what are you talking? Like our last injury <laughs> reports tomorrow. Like what are you talking about? You ask, like we we had the conversation today. I I again, I, I really do think that he wanted to keep it in house. He was pissed at the Jets said something, but he wasn't at practice. And that's why it escalated. As soon as it came out first, Connor Hughes, who we trust a lot, he reported, oh, he's just home for personal reasons. Right away, he's like, this is a fluid situation. Now he wants to be traded. Like, it just felt like as soon as it came out, they're like, oh, no, we told you if this comes out, we're going to ask for a trade, and now we're going to ask for a trade. That's what, just, that's what it just smells like to me. So I'm frustrated with him, but I'm not out on Elijah Moore. I want Elijah Moore to just be back and just – Play the outside. Gary Wilson play the slot. Like I, I and Barry Hills to get, uh, you know, wide receiver, you know, sweeps. Like I, I want that same exact thing to happen. I don't want anything to change. But again, they're they're not robots. It's not Madden. It's they have feelings. Whoa. I get it. He wants the ball more. I don't. I know like that, saying, John. Man. I like that. Hold on. John, John is in his uh, tinfoil hat theory bag. I like that though. Because <laughs> let's, let's 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 be real here. All right, let's be real here. Agents have their agents have their have their agendas. Players have their agendas. Everyone's got an agenda over here. Okay, Jets agenda is obviously trying to win, right? I, I like that point though, where it's like, all right, Elijah Moore, you tweeted something out. 
Because that was the thing. They didn't like how he went out Twitter after they won earlier in the week and did that. So I could see the Jets saying, hey, man, just go home, do this. We'll say family reasons if it gets to that, but just go home. You know, the media came through saying, hey, uh, Elijah Moore's not here. Elijah Moore's not here. Where's Elijah Moore? Where's Elijah Moore? And then and just started pre- right after the game. I mean, they're already, yeah. they're already asked, they're already going to ask yeah. questions about him. And they're ready. You know, you know, Rich Samini is right there with that. Oh, no, he's ready. He, he's, he, he, it's like a loaded gun. It's like a loaded yeah. gun. Bro. He's ready to go. And so they're probably like, Oh, where's it? What's happening? What's happening? And you know, uh, cause I think Rich Samini had frustrated player not at practice. Jets come back and prior, res- I think it was the response. Home personal reasons. Elijah Moore's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to show you that I'm in control here. I want to trade. I think the agent did that trying to get some leverage. Not necessarily saying that he wanted leverage, to. I think he's just bro. trying to get some leverage. Listen, I don't know what the leverage perfect is. On the, he'd be perfect on the Hey, New man, York this Giants. is a half-baked idea, bro. Don't ask me for full-baked full, full, full baked ideas, all right? Because he'd be perfect on the New York Giants. But if the New York Giants give us a first-round pick. You if, stop if, that right now. If the New York Giants <laughs> gave us a first-round pick, I would go over there and smack the GM. I would personally smack them. I'd be like, you are the dumbest franchise right now. Do not give it, even though you're doing well right now, you're not going to get that quarterback. Do not, but if they do, great. I'll take it. No way. No one's giving a first round pick. He wasn't even a first round pick himself. Why would they give a first round pick for a guy who's been injured and hasn't played a full season? I'm just saying. It's crazy. Like, Like, who, like, like, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) To me, it's a non-story. I know we spent like 20 minutes on it. I really do think it's a non-story. Whether he's out there or not, whatever. Let's move on to, why we're all really here, why we're all really happy, why the vibes are immaculate. Immaculate, John. Undefeated on the road. The Jets are undefeated on the road going into... Talk about disrespect, dude. This game opened at plus three and a half. <laughs> I mean, I hammered that line. I think Easy. I personally... I think I personally, like, personally had a, a, a difference in moving this line. <laughs> like, I just kept taking it and everything, every single day. I'm just like taking it, taking it, taking it. Uh, what's, we don't know what's happening with Russell Wilson and his shoulder, now his hamstring. Uh, it, Russell Wilson's a very contested guy on this specific podcast. Uh, Greg has been off of Russell Wilson. <laughs> Greg's smiling and shaking his head. Greg has been off Russell Wilson for a couple of years. Uh, Alex and I have just gotten on board uh, this year. Uh, I thought Denver was going to be good, and so did Alex. Um, their defense is good. Russell Wilson is not. Uh, <laughs> Javante Williams being out is an issue. Uh, we saw them solve their, you know, their. We talked about Melvin Gordon being, you know, disgruntled. Uh, but they solved that issue, it looks like, quote-unquote, Latavius Murray. Dude, Latavius Murray last week, I felt like he looked like the prime Derrick Henry out there. It's I don't know if he crazy. was on stilts or what. He looked bigger <laughs> than everyone. He was relax over there. Like, relax oh, over there. Relax. Dude, he looked big. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Justin Simmons talking smack about his own team. Like, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's interesting what's going on in Denver. So that I'm trying to say as even keeled as possible. I love that it's a 4 p.m. game. That makes me so happy. It makes me happier than anything in the whole world. I didn't realize it until we did win- Jets winning a 4 p.m. game. That's the thing, dude. That's, that's why, like, if, even if you go back to our preview, I've been right about every single game so far. Sticks and O, but, and I had the Jets losing in Denver because there's no way the Jets are going to go into mile high and keep the, you know, the road streak going. You thought. 
<laughs> I thought, but let me know, guys. Talk to me. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Like, of course, I think the Jets should win this game. Hundred percent. The New York Jets should win this game and maintain third in the AFC because the Bills are on a bye, and the Chiefs are obviously going to win because they never lose. Okay, so we assume that the Jets could keep their third spot. Is it is it actually going to happen? Yes. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Hey, oh, it's happening. This is happening. This is happening. Talk about this game from your perspective, man. Look, man, Russell Wilson, as you said, with your great analysis, stinks. So, (laughs) (laughs) because of that and because of how our defense has been playing, I don't know. You put two and two together, it just sounds like a successful day. The question for me is not even on the defense. I think the defense is going to show up. You got to throw on Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. That's just been impossible. They've got, they've been guarding everybody, man. Look, I don't care that two was out against the Dolphins. It was still 70 yards total between both of them. All right. Like, and, and Tyree Kill can go, can go crazy with it. You could just throw a five yard dink and he could take it to the house. That didn't even happen. All right. We've guard so, we've guard so many good wide receivers up to this point. Coral and Sutton, Jerry Judy, do not scare me. I, they are good re- wide receivers. But they're nowhere near to what we've had to face previously. I think DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner could take these guys on. You talk about our front. You talk about our front line, man. Our defensive line. Quinn and Williams has been on another level. Carl Lawson is now starting to get to the quarterback, causing pressures. John Franklin. John Franklin Myers has just been taking his game up after the contract. We were questioning where he was. All right, everybody, man. Like we got we got everybody back healthy on the defensive side it's just good right now good vibes on the defensive side so i'm not worried on that question more so is the offense but what are your what are your guys thoughts on the defense yeah, man, let, this let, defensive let, matchup let, let's stay there I, I already don't agree with you i think sutton really and and judy are really good i think they, they are good match up. they are good and they I, are I think, good i just think Alex at this that. point yeah no I, I think they match up with the other guys i just think at this point and i put my money where my mouth is in terms of fantasy i have sutton everywhere I, it's a must bench He's literally a must bench against Sauce Gardner. It's not, I'm not even being facetious. I'm not even joking. I, had to, I picked up Pickens, uh, playing on Sunday night <laughs> against Miami instead. That, 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 that for me is a way better play than Corlin Sutton because he's playing against Sauce Gardner. I, I, I really trust our defense. And at this point, you got to trust Denver's defense because if Denver had a bad defense, they would be losing games by 50, right? So you got to trust Denver's defense and you got to trust the Jets defense. Greg, what do you think about this game, man? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was looking at it beforehand. Dude, Denver's defense, I mean, it's legit. They've they've let up what eleven hundred yards in the course of the season. It's fifth best in the NFL. Um, great pass defense. We saw it against the Chargers this week. I mean, ten targets to Eckler out of the backfield, one or two completions to Mike Williams and over including the overtime catch. So, um, their defense is legit. They're stout up front. Um, they had one weird thing going on though. I was just looking it up. We talked about the Miami Dolphins. I mean, they're the second most penalized team. We talked about it on Winning Pete Weekly. You could check that episode out. We go over all the NFL games. I talked about the Miami Dolphins penalty issues. The Miami Dolphins are the fourth most penalized team in terms of yardage in the NFL. Denver's number one. So Denver commits a lot of penalties. They had a weird game last last week with four PIs against the same player. Short so, week too. Monday yeah, Monday night overtime. Yeah, in LA. Quarterback. 
Yeah, and then there's the whole Russell Wilson thing. I mean, is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Who knows? We just know to your <laughs> point, he always John, hurt? he stinks. Is he always hurt? He'll be hurt. Every time he has a bad game, he's hurt. Like he <laughs> How many KJ, does he have? He missed KJ Hamler wide open in the end zone to walk off and win a game, and they said afterwards he was hurt. He threw a perfectly good ball. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore was just guarding the guy that he was playing. And he and he broke it up. He like your your injuries on your body doesn't affect you reading wide open wide receivers ten yards in front of you. So whether he's hurt, he's not hurt, whatever. To your point, he stinks. I just think, dude, it's gonna be the same old thing, same old Jets. I'm trying to turn it around. I want the same old Jets to be a positive thing. I want to run the ball, play defense, kill special teams in mile high, punt the ball a zillion yards, kick the ball a zillion yards. Get Michael Clemens loose on a couple block punts. Dude, Hugh I Will's going to do what Hugh right. I love Michael Clemens so much. Let's, just keep, I got, let's keep it rock and roll and same old Jets. I got a question for you guys because, John, you said, and I agree, like Greg and I agree. I'm going to say I'm agree, I agree that Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy are really good wide receivers. I'm going to ask you if they're better than these couple of wide receivers, all right? Just going through the, for, through the teams that we faced already. Uh, Bateman and Duvernay. Yes. Okay. Uh, how about Amari Cooper and where is it? Amari Cooper and look up the name. People's Amari Jones. Cooper and Bryant and Davis. Not Davis, I mean Bryant. Cooper and Bryant. I would go Sutton. Sutton and Judy. Sutton and Judy? Okay. How about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? I go T. Higgins and Chase. Okay. Right, Greg, are you in agreement so far, all three? Yeah, yeah, I think I think Cooper's the best out of that Cleveland game, but the the pairing yeah. of Judy yeah. is better. Yeah, even even, okay. if they, even if it takes Peoples Jones, still. Yeah. Okay. How about for the Steelers? We got uh, Pickens. No, no. Okay, no not that. Pickens cool. They're they're good, but but no. they're I think they're I think they're even. even? I think they're even. Okay, fine. I'll take Claypool. Uh, yeah, I'll take Clay- Deontay Johnson too. Johnson's right. good. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like the Steelers maybe, but they have no Waddle, problem. Tyreek Hill. Better. They're better, but they're injured, I guess. So it's injured. Who's injured? Yeah. The quarterback? You're right. I mean, I mean, no, no. Uh, Hill. The Waddles or yeah. uh, Hill's yeah. in a walking boot every two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're not even going to ask the Packers because I'd take Jerry Judy and Sammy Watkins going back. Look out for him. Yeah, but those yeah. are some crazy wide receiver groups that we played. I didn't realize it was that good, Alex. Holy cow. That's what I'm saying. So now you, have Sutton. Yeah. Hey, now you have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. So, and when I think about Russell Wilson playing as poorly as he has, look, man, I'm confident about this defense going in there. I'm very confident about this defense. The question is on the flip side. Yes, we're going to try to run the ball. But you're gonna to have to have some passing as well in there. Do you right, think well, this offense is gonna keep up to, to to overpower this Broncos defense? How many points is Denver gonna put up? Right. So at least Dolchich is gonna get a touchdown. Right. We loved him in uh, you know during the Senior Bowl stuff. We loved him in the whole entire draft process. He's finally off IR. He killed it last week. He's gonna kill the Jets because that's our weak spot. Okay. They're not going to run the ball. And without Javante Williams, like, do you trust Melvin Gordon catching like the old Melvin Gordon, like out of the backfield? I'm not worried about something at all. It's really, I guess I'm honestly, it's just like Dolchich, maybe a little bit of Melvin Gordon, some KJ Hamler, 
like slants, Jerry Judy should be covered by Reed. I don't know, dude. I, I, I no, I don't think Denver's gonna score. <laughs> Am I crazy? Of course, McManus is gonna get sixty yard field goals. I would say they kick field goals. Of course, McManus is gonna get sixty yard field goals. I cut him this week out of solidarity, but he's gonna get the sixty yard field goals. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. How's Denver yeah. gonna score? What do you think, Greg? I think to your point, the tight end's gonna score. I think they'll probably get another one some way, somehow. It doesn't really matter to me too much. Maybe they'll run it in. Maybe they'll get a penalty and move it down the field. We saw it in Green Bay. They were just giving out free first downs to Aaron Rodgers. What's going to stop them to dude, give that out was free insane. first downs to Russell Wilson? That was insane. That was insane. But listen, so that that affects Alex's question, asking about the offense. Because if, if they're not really going to score, is it going to be another game? Well, we talked about it at the top of this episode. Ground and pound, same old Jets, right? Like this new same old Jets that you're talking about. And Zach Wilson is not going to throw. He's going to he's going to get ten completions, but we're going to win the game by thirty again. Like, is that is that how it's looking, dude? That's what I can't figure out. And like we talked a little bit, I think, uh, before recording about the Jets fan base and their division on Zach Wilson. Uh, I think we all agree so far. In their careers, Justin Herbert is better than Zach Wilson. He couldn't throw a passing touchdown last week against this Denver defense. So now we're going to expect Zach Wilson to come in here and light it up? I just don't see it. I think he's going to get some yards. I think maybe he'll get one on a short throw or something like that, or maybe someone will break open. Corey Davis, he's been known for go for the long ball. It's going to be an Elijah Moore day. So, like, I could have been easily. Oh, man. This is a whole. The script script was written, man. The script was written for Elijah Moore. If he just stayed. uh, That's what's even more frustrating, bro. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Sertan's going to be on Corey Davis, right? Corey Davis is our true one. So then, yeah. Exactly. It's it's all about Garrett. You know, Garrett Wilson's been quiet. Maybe he, he gets up a little bit, but Berrios is going to get into this game too. We're going to see a lot of more, more Berrios than we have in, in the last couple of days. So Alex, what do you think about this offense, man? What do you expect to see against this, uh, Denver Broncos D? We watch them every week. They're literally on primetime every week. We, I feel like I'm watching yeah, right? every single Denver Broncos game this year. I'm not even joking. Like it's live, crazy. not even on bat, not even like a replay. It's not, man. We watch, it's just been Broncos. Cause I mean, I would be hyped too. You have Russell Wilson and Denver and you're like, Hey, this should be a good matchup. This should be good because prime time, revamped offense, whatnot. But I don't know. The Broncos got a pretty solid defense, man, against the run. They're, they're pretty stingy. So I, I, I'm still looking for the Jets to establish their ground and pound, uh, offense, right? Brees Hall, Michael Carter, those are the guys I'm thinking, trying to get them a little bit out of the backfield, run some wheel routes to get them more activated. This one's going to be a little difficult, just trying to go up the middle. Look, look for, I'm going to look for them to try to get to the outside a lot more in this game. If you're going to run on Denver, up the middle is just no go for me. But you're going to have to have Zach Wilson pass, man. Honestly, you're going to have to shake things up this game. You're going to have to do some play action, keep the defense on their toes. But that comes with establishing the run first. It's going to be difficult against Denver. I think the Jets can do it. This is going to be a tight game. This is going to be a really tight game, uh, in my opinion. I don't think we're going to get up to. I don't. Re- I think Max might be twenty points in this game for the Jets to win. I think it's going to be something close to like. I'll give. I'll save the score for the end because that's where we always do it. But I really think it's going to be a. Uh, this is going to be a tight, tightly contested one. Greg, what do you think, man? Yeah, I mean. Uh... I don't know. To me, again, just going off the most recent game that we saw, I mean, it wasn't a good game. Um, but the recipe for success for the Chargers, besides getting a punt and that being their best offensive play, 
was throwing to the running back. Brees Hall can catch it. We saw it at Iowa Michael State. Carter can, Michael We've Carter seen can it catch this it. year. Michael Carter can catch it. We saw it at Carolina. We saw it again with him last year. We see it this year. So it's going to be throwing to the running backs. I really do believe throwing to the tight ends. Um, I'm blanking on the the big tight end for the Chargers right now. It's like six eight or whatever. Everett. Uh, Parham. Oh Parham, yeah, yeah. I think he got hurt, so he was in and out. But they were going to him. It was the second, and it was the number two and number three wide receivers. That's what's so disappointing about the Elijah Moore thing. You guys just said it. It was the number two and number three wide receivers that got it done for the Chargers when they needed to. It was going to be a Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore week. I still think it's going to be if Elijah Moore can just calm down. <laughs> he's not, I don't think he's going to play. He might not. So maybe it's a Mims and Garrett Wilson week. I don't know. Barrios. Or, or what about Barrios, bro? Yeah, we'll get Barrios in the mix. Dude, I think it's special teams. I think we're going to have to have a special teams touchdown or big special teams wow. play, a block. Barrios has been, has been, has been, uh, flirting with, uh, some yards in the punts. And yeah, the special kickoffs. teams has yeah. been good, man. Special teams has been great. The defense has Number been Number one, great. DVOA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Offense has been great too. It's just not sexy. It's not lighting up the scoreboard, but dude, unders have been hitting. DVOA. <laughs> yeah, the, team, the whole NFL's, the whole NFL, there's parity across the league. The Jets are, are third. An AFC. That should tell you all you need to know about good teams being bad, bad teams being good. Everyone's <laughs> on equal footing. The games haven't been crazy. I think it's gonna be a little more high scoring than ours once we get into scores. But let's do it. Let's do it. I I I think it's I think it's gonna be twenty four ten Jets or twenty four thirteen. Mad field goals. Mad field goals. Twenty four fourteen. For you, John? Th- 13, right? 13. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. 13. Touchdown, three field goals. Yeah. Wow. Greg, what do you got? I'm going 30 to 20. Keeping it nice, <sighs> keeping it easy. I think we get two or three touchdowns. I think we kick a lot of field goals ourselves. Dude, I think this offense is in rhythm, despite what people want to say about Zach Wilson. I think it's been beautiful because we haven't had to put the pressure on Zach Wilson. Don't make, don't make an easy thing hard. If it's working, it's working. Keep it running with Brees Hall. Keep it running with Michael Carter. Short passes out of the backfield. Hit the tight ends. CJ Uzama, I talked about in the beginning of the year. Where is he? He's been showing up. He's been playing good. He's blocking. He's out there doing what he needs to do. Conklin's been good. Listen, if you're, if you're still listening right now as a Jets fan, every time you see CJ, just know he's about to put his helmet inside someone's chest and we're about to get some yards. Just watch him. <laughs> yeah. Yo, watch him. Just watch him run across and you know we're about to run it. Everybody knows we're going to run it. And he's going to smash his head into someone. Even if they do the play action, he's still going to smash his head into someone. One last Damn, thing, yo, too. I love watching him live. I'm telling you, I love watching CJ Uzama. Dude, he's great. One last thing, too. Brees Hall tweeted out today when he won uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Shout out to the offensive line. Shout I think out. it's disgusting that we've been talking about Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore as a fan base. I think we should be talking and singing the praises more of AVT, who's willing to play any position on the field. That's the type of guy we need. That's the young man we need in this organization, in this locker room. <laughs> Lankin Thomas has been playing great. Fant's been a warrior. Doesn't go surgery. Fights it out. This is what we need from this team. We need a, we need this offensive line to keep playing the way they're playing, allowing us to run, allowing Zach Wilson protection. Cause I get nervous Dude, every time he gets it. Greg sounding, Greg, sa- Greg sounding like a 50 year 
uh, seasoned Jets yeah. fan. That's the young man that we need. You like yeah, that? Roger Maritone, that's Remember the young man that we next need. Next month, I'm getting a little older. 22 all of a sudden is a, is a lot younger than what I am, Alex. It's freaking me out. <laughs> uh, dude, I have a serious question. What's going to happen when George Fant becomes a right tackle and Elijah Vera Tucker becomes a guard? And Brees Hall's going to run for 300 yards? I don't know. I think that's happening next week. I hope so. First the New England Patriots. Shocking. Dude, what's when, nice? What's nice? When about we retired the- to Brickishaw Ferguson, that's a perfect day. That is a beautiful day for it. Great day, great day. The OI needs to be beastly that day. Then all all phases, pancakes everywhere. I need to see listen, pancakes everywhere. Listen, listen, listen. I'm 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 allowed to get ahead of myself because we are almost an hour into this episode. We're at the end here. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to get ahead of myself. Okay. If the Jets win in Denver. And we are undefeated on the road and we come home and we retire to Brickishaw Ferguson and we beat Bill Belichick, whether it's McCorkle or whether it's the other idiot they got, Zappy, Zappy or McCorkle, we beat one of whatever dummy they have back there with Bill Belichick. We beat them at home at Jet Life Stadium because it's going to be rocking for undefeated on the road. And I'm going to be like an idiot screaming my head off. Okay. Do they, is it an obligation? Or the National Football League to flex the Jets Buffalo at home at Jet Life Stadium for Sunday Night Football. Yes. For the AFC East division, the number one yes. and number three seed, let's call yes. it. Everyone just keeps winning in the yes. AFC. It sounds ridiculous to say, but we'd be six and two. Yes. Oh, they would have God. To. Oh my God. All right. That. I, uh, day by day, I just keep thinking about that, that, that aspect of my life. I, I don't. I just, I'm nervous. The more, the more I talk to Jets fans, the more I get nervous about Denver because <laughs> we are hyped like we've never been hyped before. It's it makes no scary. Sense. Well, that's, no and that's sense. why we should lose. That, we should lose, but yeah. we're going to win. We are going to win. And that's why my score Uh-oh. is going to be t- 20 to 10 Jets. Okay. I like yeah. it. Look, man, Brock, Broncos haven't scored jack. <laughs> I know. They suck. They have not scored jack this season. It is putrid, considering I'm a Jerry. John, you say you have Cortland Sutton. I have Jerry Judy. So it seems like we're on the right wavelength over here as co-host choosing. Uh, next thing I know, I need Greg choosing the tight end or something for Denver. But I don't think that's happening. Oh, I'm all over Dolchich. I'm all over Dolchich, not only in fantasy, but in the, in the Mojo stock market. I've had Dolchich from day one because we studied him so damn much going into (laughs) the draft. The highest amount of points the Broncos have put up this season was was against the Raiders, which you could just score on the Raiders in all honesty. And they only (laughs) got, and you, they got 23 points, right? They couldn't score more than 10 against the Colts. They couldn't score more than 16 against the Chargers, another team that you could put up points on, right? They beat the, the 49ers 11 to 10. They got lucky there. 16 and nine against the Texans. 17 and 16 against the Seahawks. I think it could be no high scoring. It's going to be a tough game because of the defense. Don't get me wrong. Could you do Broncos me a favor, Alex? Just, yeah. just for a cherry on top here. Could you read me the Jets couple last games? <laughs> just music to my ears. This is, this is what we're talking about last score. Yeah, we're talking about team team. scoring points, how they've yeah, done the last few yeah, years. Yeah, you got the just Jets numbers the fans at chance. home, so they you, can. You're a sick, the you're a sick man. You're, you know, you're <laughs> a sick man over there. How many points? How many points have the Jets been scoring? Just so we're even and fair. Twenty-seven and against the Packers. Forty yeah, against the Dolphins. 
24 right. against the Steelers. 20, uh, what was it? They only scored 12 against the Bengals. Yeah, 31 against the Browns. <laughs> nine against the Ravens. Game. But recently, <laughs> un- with Zach Wilson, with Zach Wilson, though, we haven't scored once. <laughs> That's actually weird to say, the 24 points. And he, he has one touchdown. I'm hyped. Let's was- go. I get so hyped every time I talk about Zach Wilson and how he has no touchdowns. And then when other people talk about how Zach Wilson has no touchdowns in a negative way, I get pissed. It's really this weird. <laughs> Makes me weird. so angry, John. We said all on this podcast. No turnovers. Go to no the turnovers. Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl and don't throw a touchdown. That would be historic. That would be awesome. I would I, take it. Sounds like half this fan base wouldn't. Hold play. on. Hold on. <laughs> can we, can we, what, what's, what's that forget here? All right. Being Jets historians. We won- the Jets won the Super Bowl out throwing a touchdown against the say, Baltimore Colts. I, I, I'm so happy you said that because I was yeah. nervous. Like, like the Jets stink. <laughs> like, even when they won the Super Bowl, <laughs> they did not. They were not good. I went back and watched those games. John Namath was not good <laughs> in those games. No. I, for I those times, <laughs> for those times, he was man. That's all that matters. All right. He was good in the AFC Championship game. Throwing fifty percent then was like, whoa, guy throwing fifty percent. That's wild. <laughs> One last yeah. thing before we get out of here, Alex, you said uh the Broncos scored is it 16, 13 points on the Chargers. They can score. One last thing before we get out of here, shout out to Joe Davis. Or Joe Davis, Joe Douglas, not signing JC Jackson. Shout out to him. Benched. $80 million so contract on the bench. Who do we get? DJ Reed instead. Top defender in the league on a cheaper contract. Shout out Joe Douglas one more time. And I, so wanted Gardner, D- man. I wanted I wanted DJ Reed and JC Jackson, and I'm so glad that we have DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. What a world! What, what a, world. a world! What a world indeed! In Joe, we trust. In Joe, we trust indeed. And on that note, this is a good place to end the Jets episode of the Nick Jets Etc. podcast. Thank you all Greg. for tuning in for another Jets episode. Wait, wait, Greg, 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 Greg. What's the record? That the Jets have to be for us to guarantee that we're going to Minnesota. I want to know from now. Oh, the record? What's the record? How many games we do we have? have How many games do we have? That we have to be before Alex puts the call on the end of this episode. Guarantee for sure we need to win four. If we win four more games, so if, if we have eight wins by was it week 13, week 14, we play in Minnesota? All right. All right. Right. Cause there's what, five games until then? Six games until then? Yeah. So if we have eight wins. Yep. Okay. We have eight wins. You heard it here first. We're going to Minnesota. We're going to the Jets game. All right. Wow. Go ahead, Alex. And on that note, <laughs> thank you all for tuning for the Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You all know what to do for free. You can make sure to subscribe to this podcast. It's free to do. It helps us out to create more content. Please make sure to do so. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a, re- a review or comment. We're also partnering with Fansign and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks. We also got that YouTube page. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when the new episodes drop. Nobody writes watch a video. That's just wild. No one writes that shit. Bro, that <laughs> shit's just wild, man. <laughs> Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. When you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment, add to the conversations. Let us know what you let us know your thoughts and opinion. Do you think the Jets are gonna win this week? Come on, Unc. I want to see you back in the comment section. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He texted me. You got an official statement? He texted me in the morning. 
so before the pod came out, so it wasn't it wasn't a response as well. So it was just Damn. a regular tweet. It was just a regular tweet. It was Monday at eight in the morning. He texted me, "What a beautiful day." What's <laughs> here? He probably driving to work in the morning. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, "I uh, I still can't believe it." And we start talking a little bit about Green Bay. So he's uh, he's all the way back, man. Uncle Let's Mike go. is all the way back. Uncle Mike is all the way back. Uncle is, uh, is feeling the immaculate vibes, man. And don't worry, the immaculate vibes are going to continue into this weekend because we're going to whoa the freaking Denver Broncos. So let us know your thoughts and opinions in the comment section. Let us know what you guys think about this game. Are the Jets going to win? Are we going to continue this win streak? We're going to be four and zero. We're going to four game winning streak, people. Let us know. Let us know. But while you're also over at this YouTube channel. Well, you're also over here. Check out the other podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. Right now, it is NFL and college football season. So you know what that means. If you need to put money down the line, these guys got you covered. These guys have been killing it. All right? Let me tell you. They've been killing it. If if, if betting was fully legal, it's, it's legal. It's, it's not up and operational yet in Massachusetts. If it was, bitch. Be over, guys. Be over. I'd be winning pots of money. I could retire. Just because I listen to that <laughs> podcast. I listen to their podcast. I'd be retired. So make sure you go check them out. Ask Tsunami about it. Ask Tsunami about it. She'll tell you. Yeah, she knows. She knows the vibes. And then last, and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for the Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We out. <laughs> Yo, Greg, it wins too much. That's only one loss. I would play the Bills. We're going to get a Jets fly out. Give us a Jets fly real quick. Run in Denver. Mm. Jets fly out? Oh, mm. oh, oh, Jets fly? Yeah, Jets fly. Jets Nation? Let's fly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Jets. Let's go, Jets. Baby.